when I would visit these play parties and I would walk into these rooms, this is where the whole power dynamic started to really make its way into my like reality. All of these like men would come. They would just want to be in my energy. Sitting there and they'd be like, can I massage your feet? Can I do this for you? Can I bring you something? How can I serve you? It was through them being able to surrender to me and me feeling the trust that they had in me. That dynamic just shifted everything for me. It allowed me to soften. I'm Alexa, and you're listening to That Sex Check, a Soulfire production. Hey y'all, Bryn here, head coach at Sex and Love Co. And today I had such an honor and pleasure to be a part of a really special interview with a friend of mine, a colleague, a sister, Gordana. And Gordana and I both went through a program as Alexa's clients back in, I want to say it was 2019. And on this really special podcast interview today, Alex and I both interviewed G, that's our nickname for her, G, about her journey into her sacred calling. G is a feminine leadership and women's sexuality coach and was one of Alexa's first clients, one of the uh, first women that I got to work with inside of Alexa's program. And today on the show, we dive deep into how she found her sacred calling through her own sexual development and journey. And this wild ride that she had to take to get there that she literally had no idea was leading her to her purpose and her dharma and what life looks like for her now, as she is such an integrated, talented, and incredible embodiment teacher. So I hope that you enjoy the conversation. I think no matter what part of the journey you were on, you will find a part of G's story that resonates with you and touches your heart because she's such an open-hearted, incredible woman. And I truly feel that you will feel that listening to the show. So I hope that you enjoy and happy listening. That's the sound of how I feel right now. I think of a podcast lady of a podcast lady being real. Yeah. Sitting on her floor of her living room in front of the fire at the coffee table, across from two of her very best friends mm-hmm. and previous clients, both of you. Mm-hmm. And I could cry just saying that, I know. you know, like life has unfolded in the most miraculous ways. And, you know, I, I have this short list that's ever growing as my life continues to unfold where I'm like, holy fuck, all the things that had to come together for this person and this experience to unfold in this way. Jordan's on that list. My cruise ship life is on that list. Um, Pageants, all of the like main stories that I tell. And you two I'd put on that list too. Mm -hmm. Clients that then turned turned into friends that turned into colleagues and peers. You know, my bad bitches doing the work with me on a mission (laughs) crusading around the world, virtually and in person Mm -hmm. to transform the lives of people all over the world in the way that they do love and the way that they experience intimacy and the way that they connect with themselves and others. And it's just such a righteous mission and cause. And I am fucking honored to be sitting across from the both of you, Bryn and Gordana, to have a conversation that's mostly about Gordana, but I know is going to be so well-rounded. And y'all know I like the word dynamic. I like when my shows are dynamic. It means we we tick a lot of boxes and we go a lot of places. And uh, and so thank you both for showing up to my living room, <laughs> taking an absurd amount of time to get the dog settled <laughs> um, so that we could have this conversation. We're going to go on a journey today, um, reflecting, going down memory lane. And then I'm really excited for all of our listeners to get to meet you, G. Mm, thank you. I feel the same way. Just being here feels like so many pieces of the life and journey Mm -hmm. that, you know, we've taken together. Um, And then just being here with all, with both of you, it's just absolutely amazing. Right. I'm so grateful. I'm so honored. Mm -hmm. and Love this. Yeah. 
not even, was it a week ago, we were all sitting at dinner together. And I think what became really clear was there's something really magical about our energies. And I think there's going to be even more to come between the three of us and what will unfold. And I think Lex, that's something you do really well is you recognize when uh, there's something there, like the sparklies, the vision, the, just the ping of the knowing. And I definitely had that feeling when we were having dinner of there's something coming between the three of us. There's been history for sure, which we're going to touch on today. And I'm excited also to see what the more is in the future. So let's dive in. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would love to rewind in a sense. We're going to go backtrack down memory lane, which is fun. Exactly. (laughs) And I'd love to rewind to the beginning, not the very, very beginning of like when Gordana was conceived, but (laughs) (laughs) when you were a sperm swimming through your dad's nutsack. (laughs) Exactly. Um, You know, not all the way, the way back, but the... The time when you initially decided to hire me, which if I think back on that, that's what, maybe 2017? Yeah. If I I had to, just off the top of my head, I I think. End of something like that. Yeah, Yeah. end of 2017. What was going on in your life? What was happening? What was unfolding? Where did you find yourself at that point where somehow I became on your radar. I was on your radar and you said, you, I want to work with you. Mm -hmm. You could paint that picture for us. How far back do you want me to go (laughs) around? Well, so yeah, um, at that point I had done so much work around my life. Um, so much personal development. Um, my journey essentially started back in 2008 when, um, I was diagnosed with uh, breast cancer. And, um, it literally, I did a 180 on my life, uh, that year. Um, also lost, um, well, I, I separated from my husband. So, uh, became a single mom kind of doing life that way. You know, when it rains, it pours, it all kind of happens at once. Oh, do we know? Right? So I started on this, um, journey, this, personal development journey where at that moment, my main focus was really learning, um, everything and researching everything that I needed to do in order to make my physical body heal. And that lasted probably about, you know, four or five years, um, really just researching and getting clear on what that was. And probably about maybe five years into that, um, I realized that Okay, cool. I, I kind of got a handle on this, um, healed that, all is good. But I realized that there was this huge emotional journey that I was not, uh, or that I was avoiding, kind of. I didn't, even, I didn't even have an awareness around it, actually, right? But I did know that, you know, like I was the queen of sweeping everything under the rug. Emotions, I didn't want to feel them. I didn't want to, I didn't want to see them. That took me down a whole other rabbit hole. Cause I was like, okay, now I got to, you know, kind of look at this head on and face this head on. And, um, that took me on the journey of, you know, hiring a lot of, um, coaches getting, you know, certified and doing things like I, I really dove down the rabbit hole of NLP and hypnotherapy, did a lot of talk therapy, did a lot of coaching, realized that there was a lot of stuff underneath, hidden underneath that uh, I just didn't have an awareness of and I wasn't bringing to the surface. And this really helped me. And there was a lot of transformation during that period of time. Like it was, it was amazing. I was seeing a lot of uh, healing. I was seeing a lot of growth. And when I came and met you, I don't even know how we met. Actually, I can't even remember the pinpoint, the exact time that we met. But when you came into my world, Mm. There was still this, um, like it wasn't clear to me. There was a, there was a, a discrepancy between m- money and and relationships for me, um, and I didn't know how to navigate through that. Like I didn't know there there was there was a desire and a dream. So going back, like my relationships were a disaster, like for a very long time. Um, they're just was lack of a relationship in my life, but not only romantic relationships, but relationships with family, with, you know, um, you know, with my mother, with my, with my brother, with, with my, with my children. Like there was just this 
lack of not being able to communicate what I wanted and, and desires and all of that stuff, right? When I started working through that, I did realize that there was this, like a discord between um, money and relationships and a connection between them. And I couldn't figure out what it was. And I'm like, okay, so I've worked on everything to this point over the last 10 years. I've worked on my emotional body. I've worked on my physical body. I've worked on my mental body, had a lot of really great results. The only thing that I hadn't worked on was my sexuality because I didn't think that I needed to. I'm like, I'm kind of good there. (laughs) uh, I'm like, I don't need to go down that road. I know how to have sex. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know where that goes in that hole. (laughs) Um, And then you came into my world and I'm like, okay, this is interesting. And just on a whim, I'm like, okay, I, I haven't done this yet. I need to dive deeper into this. And that literally changed my whole world that that like flipped it completely upside down and right side forward <laughs> and just changed in my head. I went and on its knees. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yes. Mistress. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And that's when we started working together was when, you know, I hired you and we started going deep. We started going deep into things that I didn't even know that I needed to know or that I didn't know. (laughs) Yeah. And it literally opened up. I remember at one point thinking and feeling, really feeling like there's a whole other dimension here that I wasn't even aware of. That it was like I opened this door and stepped into a different reality of this whole different experience and experiences that were always there. I just didn't know that they were. And the healing that came from that and the, and the fun and the pleasure and the joy and just everything, everything. Like it's just been amazing. Yeah. Do you remember what some of those moments were like when you first started working with Alexa, what were, maybe it was an assignment, maybe it was a a self-pleasure practice, but a moment where you're like, oh, this shit goes deep. Like this is, what was that moment? Do you have that uh, memory of that? So Alexa has a very um, interesting way of getting you to do. (laughs) (laughs) We both just looked at Alexa's face and she was like, "Uh, what are you about to say? (laughs) (laughs) So um, I think the biggest thing for me was when she encouraged me to start going to play parties and exploring. Mm exploring different dynamics and really stepping into um, owning what I, what I kind of already always knew. I just didn't know how to articulate it or bring it to light. Right. Cause I, I had, so backtrack a little bit. Um, a huge thing for me um, has always been this masculine feminine energy dynamic, which I didn't know how to navigate through, through my life. So there was this big power dynamic that was a huge force um, very early on. So being a single mom and, you know, being in survival mode and taking care of everything and always being the protector and always, I lived in my masculine for a very, very long time. I was comfortable there. I was comfortable and I felt the power within that, but I had no idea what to do with it or how to do or how to, or how to navigate that. Mm -hmm. When she started to, you know, encourage me to go to these play parties and to like explore that, explore the power dynamics, explore um, that energy. It really shifted um, a lot for me internally. And I think at the time, if I'm not mistaken, the question of surrender and relax or rest, um, surrender was kind of elusive. It was this like, what does this really mean? I am surrendering. Here I am surrendered. And, And there was just this like, how do I... How do I flow a little bit more? How do I be a little bit more? And if I remember correctly, we were on the search of, of G's surrender in a sense. You found Shabari. Mm-hmm. That's a note too yeah. on the, on the journey, found Shabari, found the ability to let go and to not, cause it wasn't just how do I how do I just surrender? It was like, how do I let go of this power? There was something innate and natural about you 
commanding in a sense with your energy and your presence, which is so wild because knowing you in person and spending so much time with you, you're so delicate and so sweet, but also there's like an innate strength inside of you that doesn't have to be shown and it doesn't, it's not forced and it's just inside of you. And so there was just like conflicting things going on. And I remember at the time where I'm like, we just need to throw her in the pool and see what happens. Are we going to sink her or are we going to swim? You know? And, and it was really like, we can conceptualize this all damn day and we can torture ourselves in like this dichotomous masculine feminine. What do I do? And how do I be? And it's like, go put yourself in some situations with, you know, as much information as you can possibly gather about yourself up to that point. So it's like, you don't know how you'll act because you've never been in that situation. So let's, let's talk about it. Let's flow it out. Let's use our imaginations. Let's see what kind of embodied experience we can have, you know, in the nervous system, like what comes up for you just in your imagination. Okay. So we think we'll act like this. We think we might do that. Okay. But now let's flip that on the head on its head. What if you do this, you know, and then it was okay. Well, feeling more or less equipped and I think more or less equipped means I can say no and I can trust my no and I can say yes and I can trust my yes. So like getting at least connected to like the body's response. And I don't even know if I would have coached with that language at the time. I know I wouldn't have coached with the ling- with that language at the time. So I'm really happy that it all worked out because <laughs> uh, this is five, five or yeah. a little over four <laughs> years ago. Right. Yeah. And um, so you went into some of these spaces and I think we're totally surprised in a way, like the the way that you were led down a path of learning surrender and learning to let go was not what you originally thought it was going to look like learning how to receive Mm. still Mm. kept you in a very interesting position. And Mm. so as I would love to hear a little bit of the story of like the actual journey of our time together, what, you know, I mentioned Shabari and I'm kind of alluding to something else. (laughs) So I'm going to let you fill in those gaps. And I remembered too, when we had dinner the other night, you said something about how the work that you were doing before all of this, where you were, you were in some sort of design, interior design. Yeah. So for 20, about 20 years, I worked for a incredibly amazing company where I was doing, um, design, design work. So, and I remember there was a story that you particularly shared about how, when you would go into these boardroom meetings with these like really powerful contractors and business owners, and you could command a room naturally. Yeah. And Lex alluded to it. So yeah, I'm curious to hear where this leads. It was construction. So Mm -hmm. it was all men. And then it was me. Yeah. (laughs) So I would walk into these boardrooms and and these are all like very high profile men that, you know, I would feel very totally comfortable around. Um, And they would listen. They would hear what I was saying. Like I didn't feel intimidated by it. I didn't feel. So that was an interesting um, dichotomy for me in my own mind. I'm like, oh, what's happening here? But yeah, so it started with the Shabari. <laughs> um, and then. I mean, it started with some other I was things. Say, yeah. I think it probably <laughs> yeah. started with. Started in the boardroom, it, it sounds like. It probably yeah. started with boardroom. I also remember, inform- I remember stories being shared that were something about like you'd come back from work and there'd be like a gift on your desk. You know, like there would be something. No, is that not right? No. 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 Or. So maybe I'm getting the story wrong, but there was something about you receiving, like Mm. being given something. So, so I, yes, always in the sense of like, whenever I was working with someone, whether it was at my home or on like a site or on something, there would, they, they, I would be receiving something that people would always bring. And that's what it was like gifts or things or something. It's like, Oh, I thought about you or Mm -hmm. here, this is for you. And it's like, Oh, okay. Thanks. But like, that doesn't happen to everybody. You know what I mean? So anyway, like our time together, it probably started with like self pleasure and ritual and that kind of thing. Mirror work. yeah. Yeah. But then eventually she found her way to rope. I I did instruct a little bit more kink forward or like kink focused Mm -hmm. around that time because it was showcasing so much to me around that time. I'm a little bit more balanced out now. I I like see what a person needs and then we kind of go there. But around that time, like you're a kinky fuck and we just got to figure it out. (laughs) Like that's the thing that's holding you back. You don't know what kind of kink you're into and that is preventing you from living your life. (laughs) You're not, not wrong. (laughs) So... I think the the thing that you're alluding to is <laughs> when um, when I would visit these play parties and I would walk into these rooms. Um, this is where the whole power dynamic started to really make its way into my like reality. It was like literally 
hitting me in the face where I would walk in and the energy that I attracted, all of these like men would come and they would want me to, they would just want to be in my energy. They just, and I had no idea how to navigate that. I'm like, what, what's happening over here? And half the time they would be like, you know what, can I just be sitting there and they'd be like, can I massage your feet? Can I, um, you know, do this for you? Can I bring you something? Can I, can I, how can I serve you? How can I do this for you? And it really started to become like a fun thing for me. Like it was new. It was exciting. It was like, oh, what's happening? <laughs> I mean, like what's going on? That's kind of when I realized that I wanted to play in that realm a little bit more to explore the dynamic of this like masculine, feminine energy. And going back to what you said earlier about surrendering, I had no idea. I thought in my mind, I knew what surrender was. I had no idea what that actually even meant. Um, looking back now, I could see how much I was doing surrender. Mm -hmm. Or performing surrender. Performing surrender, doing surrender. Instead of just allowing myself to be in surrender, I had no idea how to experience that. I started to work with these men. So I started to work with them um, in a way that they allowed me to experience surrender through them. And receiving. And receiving. So And receiving by not doing something. Mm -hmm. You know, I firmly believe that in a past life, you were like a goddess, mm -hmm. warrior, and not even, not even just warrior, like you, fuck, I, I can imagine, I can envision this like priestess or this goddess or this, like, there's all these humans that are worshiping this goddess, you know what I mean? And like doing for her and giving to her or something. I don't know. I don't I know what's going on in your karmic <laughs> unfolding, but I dig it. Yeah. Yeah. It was almost, it's, it's almost like a natural energy. It's a natural energy. But I think the important thing for me anyway, my experience, what I learned from it was, was one, how to receive. I had no idea how to do that because I was always the one that was doing. And then having these men come in wanting to serve and wanting to uh, literally treat me like a goddess, literally treat me like a queen, literally treat me like, you know, was new for me. Um, extremely new for me uh, and navigating that and figuring out how, how to integrate that into my life, how to integrate that into my emotional body, into my, into my um, spiritual body. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What I think is so cool <laughs> is that you technically stayed in the same energetics, right? So you were still in the Dom position, right? Like mm -hmm. in your life as a single mother and a you know, working a job and having to take care of all of these things, you were still in this place of, of power. But what it did was it sounds like it showed you how to be in a place of power while being surrendered. So there was this connection to just because I have this naturally powerful energy, there's a way to do it where I imagine it wasn't so draining on you and your resources and your time and your, um, just the way that you wanted to show up. So it was like, okay, I can still be this natural, powerful energy, but do it in a way where it actually feels really good on my nervous system and not from this place of, I imagine rigidity, but to a place of letting go and letting yourself receive from somebody who wanted to give to you while you were still in a place of power. Yeah. And that's really like a testament to the being, mm -hmm. to the being, like there isn't anything that we need to do. Right. Right. As as women, mm -hmm. we can just be mm -hmm. and in the being we magnetize. Yes. Oh, that's so true. And right. I think I'd be doing us a disservice if I didn't mention that it's about to come full circle and we will all three be attending a play party together, mm -hmm. which how wild to think that that's how you two started in you giving her that advice. And now we're going and we could all own that room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what a journey in a variety of ways. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Mm. So powerful. So you went into this work where you were being a dominatrix and you were, Whoa, whoa hang on a second. Whoa. She never said that. Oh, <laughs> that I used okay, the you word. Can, you can say it. Out. 
Okay, I was yeah. going to say, we, we've implied it heavily. I know, I know. I'm just like, I feel like I could imagine people listening, listening, you go, so you are a dominatrix, and people go, what Whoa, the fuck? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. What did she say? That, that one escalated really quickly. That's what we were talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what we were talking about in so many words, you know word. what I mean? We were being a little yeah. bit softer, Okay, you know, because I think so many people think that, oh, dominatrix just like has been a, like, has been a, a kink, like mm. a kinky person has known that they were kinky for their whole lives has no, and like, and associates with the word sure. kinky, you know what I mean? And I think some people think, Oh, dominatrix, they must have been in it. Like they must've fit that mold sure. from the majority of their life. Mm -hmm. And now they do whatever that work is. Mm -hmm. And people have all kinds of misconceptions totally. and mix it with sex work and make it, you know, if you're a dominatrix then you're probably having sex with all these people and it's just, not the case. it's not the case and what i really love about the story is like it's kind of like the unassuming dom yeah, yeah. the I unexpected dom <laughs> you know where yes. it's just like all this power in your hands yeah. and you're like i don't know what to do with my hands <laughs> yeah. but you got foot rubs and it was great right? yeah, yeah i mean there was i know i remember so much more to the story mm -hmm. too and i and i also remember it being a bit of of a challenge to really wrap your head around it all. Mm -hmm. Like, what does this mean? Yeah. The biggest thing for me was that, you know, just talking about kink and, and, and all of this, it, for me, it wasn't a sexual thing for me. It was truly a power dynamic. It was truly figuring out how to navigate this energy that is, that is within me. Right. Um, and how to flow between this, this, you know, doing into this being. And I think one of the biggest lessons that I received from being able to have these experiences is, is learning how to surrender, truly learning how to surrender. So, and it was through, it was through them being able to surrender to me and, and me feeling the trust that they had in me and me knowing that everything that I did was really, truly coming from a place of love and coming from a place of how can I help you grow? Mm -hmm. That, that dynamic just shifted everything for me. It allowed me to soften mm -hmm. in every other area of my life and realize that like, oh, I don't have to be, I don't have to always be doing, I don't have to be forcing, I don't have to be Pushing. You know, pushing. I don't have to be doing all of that. I can just allow this beautiful energy. There's so much more power in this like feminine energy that we have within ourselves, but we're always stuck in our minds thinking we have to do something, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Whereas I can just be and allow mm -hmm. and let it come. Hello, love bugs. Brinsky here. And I'm here to talk to you about codependency. <laughs> now, some of you know that I ended a 10-year relationship to break my codependency and to really heal my limiting beliefs and the way that I was operating in my marriage. But I'm here to talk to you about a different codependency. This is my codependency with coffee and how that relationship has just gotten a little out of hand lately, where I was getting up to two lattes a day. Not only is it fucking expensive, um, it's not good for my hormones, my health, my anxiety. And I watched Lex try it and love it. And so I said, okay, I'm ready to make the switch too. I've made the switch and y'all, I absolutely love it. Everyday Dose is an incredible coffee alternative. It has got one third of the caffeine of coffee but it's loaded with all of these incredible ingredients like mushrooms and collagen and nootropics. And just by switching from coffee to everyday dose, I have noticed such an increase in my mood. I feel happier, less anxious. My energy is way more stable. I'm not having those crazy afternoon crashes. And I'm also not codependent on this beverage that I have to have in the morning or else I can't function because I hated that. I hated being so reliant on something. And so, um, I'm so grateful that I made that switch. And if you were looking to break your codependency too, then I invite you to check it out, to try it. When you use the code, that sex chick, you get 20% off an already discounted starter kit, which takes it up to, I think 65% off your first order, which makes it 
so freaking affordable y'all. Um, there's literally no risk to try it. And if you decide that you don't like it, they literally give you your money back, but I love everyday dose. I imagine you will too. And so I encourage you to give it a try. Let us know how you like it and break that codependency once and for all. Now back to today's show. What was the question that had the word dominatrix in it before I derailed you? I don't even know, but I'm going to bring it back to how I do love that you touched on how it's an energetic exchange. And this energetic exchange happens every day from when you're ordering coffee to you're flying to you're, you know, in traffic. I mean, the energy is around us all of the time. Someone's leading, someone's following, someone's in the masculine, someone's in the feminine, alpha, omega, replace it with whatever word you want. And I love that you made the differentiation between it doesn't have to be erotic unless you add erotic energy mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. Or it doesn't yeah. have to be sexual right. because I think Eros is deemed like it's, it's, it's like, if you say Eros energy, then it must mean sexual mm-hmm. energy, which must mean we're going to have some kind of exchange. Yeah. Someone's going to take and someone's going to have to give or be taken from. Right. And that's not necessarily what happens. So some of that energy is Eros is it has a sensual or sexual kind of undertone to it, or it's coming from that sex center of the body, but it's not like, you know, we're going to run off into the sunset and be romantic, you you know, into a romantic relationship and, and have sex, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Or whatever, insert fun story. Okay. And also um, the beautiful thing about that and being in that role is that I had the power to choose that totally gave me power to be like, I'm making the choices. I'm making the decisions after creating the boundaries. Uh, That's another thing that this whole experience taught me is to really understand myself and understand what my desires are, what I do like, what I don't like, what, what's a hard no, what's a hell yes. It really got me to hone in on, um, on, on, on what I want and and to be able from that place to create some beautiful, solid boundaries Mm. uh, for myself and for everyone involved. And there's so much growth and beauty when that happens. So true. And the the theme that keeps coming through this whole show is using your voice, Mm -hmm. using your voice in a powerful way and how, what the work you and Alexa have done together has allowed you to have access to even more of that. Um, So I'm curious how, so you, you start with finding Alexa post-divorce, post-battle journey with cancer, being a single mom. She was CrossFit Gordana when I met her. Mm. It's so wild. And yeah. I, I love that the feminine gets to have so many iterations of ourselves. Mm-hmm. I think actually each one of us has had a so thousand fun. lives within <laughs> our life on this planet. I'm into it. Um, same. Forever and ever. Um, so then, you know, you, you go through, can I say the D word now? Yeah. Say it. Matrix. Say it. Okay. So <laughs> say it. slow work. Mm-hmm. Yes, mistress. <laughs> uh, so you go through that surrendered journey where it just plops in your lap and Alexa helps you to navigate the, the energetics at play parties. And then there's a, a another leg to this journey mm-hmm. where you, you've done all this work now for yourself and in your own life. and then. Alexa makes an invitation as she does. What was that invitation like? I don't remember. So eventually, she, <laughs> you're like, I make lots of invitations. I'm like, which about? one are we talking about? I'm yeah. a manifester. I make invitations all, all the, the time. Uh, to step into sex coaching. Yes. Yeah, so I didn't know if that's, I, that was in the list of invitations that I knew that I had made. I'm like, yes. was this for a retreat? Was this for, mm-hmm. because G's come and played at some of the in-person experiences that I've hosted in the past too. So dope. So, I mean, the invitation to step into coaching was when that happened, it was post our time working together. And then what I found was your pendulum was kind of oscillating, swinging back and forth. You know, you, you came from this very logical, more or less rigid, dare I use that word, but CrossFit do figure it out, right. Um, doming and being in that energy and starting to explore power helped for you to understand, right? Because it was like, oh, well, I understand surrender one way. Well, like let's flip it around and it can look all these other ways. And then there was some, I think, edge to kink and edge to, to DS that eventually had you starting to lean further into feminine embodiment and womb wisdom 
and connecting with the earth and the moon. And it was like, you just like took that pendulum and everything Mm -hmm. that was based in earth and like swung it all the way to the other. And you were like mostly starting to immerse yourself in otherworldly kind of practices, Mm -hmm. plant medicines and things, and just learning about yourself in this other way. And, and I'm like really feeling, filling your gaps here, Mm -hmm. but up to the point when the invitation was to start stepping into coaching in this space, I think that it, you had started the journey of bringing it back more towards the middle and integrating the two sides. Uh, I think especially you, you know, from Canada and now in Austin, which mm-hmm. we're hoping that is going to be a relatively mostly permanent thing, permanent thing, <laughs> yes. permanent thing. But you know, I really, I really feel that in you where that it was one way and then it was like, okay, I'm going to abandon this for a minute sort of, and then go, you know, into Tantra. And I know you did experiences it with ISTA, mm-hmm. um, which is the international sacred school of school temple of arts. Ah, I almost got it right on my own. I always fuck that up. But, but, you know, and like learning in this other way. And I remember getting, you know, having a conversation with you at one stage, not that long ago where you were like, it's all coming together. Mm-hmm. It's all coming together. I can't leave. And it's like this forgiveness from on both sides. And like, I can see how it's really swimming together and, and, uh, making sense. Mm-hmm. And I imagine like, you know, for clients stepping into coaching and for clients, for them to work with someone who's so integrated, Mm -hmm. who's been on both sides of the spectrum like that, you know, and has explored femininity in all of these different avenues or in these different spectrums, you know, like, Mm -hmm. like it, yeah, it's, it's huge. And you did this. I don't know if we mentioned like your age, at what point did in your age, did you start to go, aha. I think that's important for some people too, because they might think like, oh, post kids, post, post this, yeah. post that, post divorce. They're, it's too late. Uh, so I started, so 2017, how old, like 40, over mm-hmm. 40, 42, I think um, I was at that age, uh, at that time when we started doing this. But yeah, so just to, you know, kind of go back to what you're saying, yeah, they, I did really swing the other way. Like it was yeah. literally like a pendulum took me from like this whole like big masculine state to like, whoo, now I'm going to go explore the feminine side. And you turn into a fairy pretty much (laughs) naked in the woods, howling at the moon. (laughs) It was beautiful. I mean, as someone who coached with you for so long, I I was looking at you. I'm like, get it girl. Mm -hmm. Like girls got range, right? Well, it's just, you are so meant. There's so much more. There's Mm -hmm. so much complexity and mystery Mm -hmm. to each individual woman on this planet. And you have the capacity and the capabilities to have range, like huge range. Mm -hmm. And I loved that you shared it all publicly. And it's all fun. Like there are so many layers to us as women. Like we don't have to stay in one role. We don't have to stay in one, you know, identity. Like we can explore other areas and then, you know, figure, figure what we like, take it and kind of come back and and integrate. Um, That was a really healing, beautiful journey for me too. And I'm still... I still kind of go in between all of them. That's the beautiful thing now is that I, I have, I have personally experienced both ends of that spectrum and coming back to like a more grounded place. It's just, I know more of who I am. And you were willing to, I think, challenge who you think or who you thought you were. Which is really challenging for a lot of people, especially as the years go by. They identify so strongly with Mm. wife or with mother or Mm. with daughter or or whatever the identifying qualities. It gets so wrapped up in that, that the idea that they could explore and find themselves inside of a different identity or exploring a different identity is very scary in a sense. Like, who will I be if I Mm. do that Mm -hmm. or if I give myself permission to do insert, you know, whatever the next scary thing is. And you got to a point, I think, where you were up against it and realized you weren't going to (laughs) die. And so then it was like, oh, I think this is fun. Yeah. Although there were moments that were scary and confronting and, (laughs) and, and yeah, sometimes it does feel like, oh shit, I'm way out of my fucking comfort zone right now. Yeah. But that's where the magic is too. It's an ego death over and over and over. And we, I think what actually combines us. What's the word I'm thinking of? Weaves us together. Weaves us together is I think we 
each individually have also done this in our own ways. And we've been willing to try a lot of different things. And I think that's what makes us really approachable as coaches is because we've come back to to Middle Earth. We've tried <laughs> the fringy things. I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Tried the fringy things. We've been willing to say like, well, maybe I'm this, maybe I'm that, maybe I'm this, to do it publicly, to do it humbly. And then to say, cool, okay, now I've integrated those things. I've got two feet on earth. And like you said, I'm willing to let go of these different identities. And yeah, it's been really cool to witness because we were in the same cohort mm-hmm. together, yeah. which we can circle to now, I think is when Lex made the invitation, the one that I was poorly explaining earlier. I was like, well, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was for what was then called Evolve. Wild, oh, right? Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Because it was like Evolve Your Coaching. And I mm-hmm. had someone like you in mind mm-hmm. at the time because I was watching CrossFit Gordana, <laughs> right? <laughs> Who would run these fun, fit, healthy kind of programs and photo shoots and whatever. You were going through what you were going through in your life. And every now and then you would try and force one of your previous programs. You were like, try to almost push it. You're like, it's easy enough. I can't, I already have it built. I'll just push it out. And I'm like, you're not going to like that at all. But really, what I was, what I was watching is you were, you were expanding so much from your heart space, from your pleasure, from everything you were expanding so much. I was like, this is what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Now our connection makes even more sense. Mm -hmm. This whole journey makes even more sense. This is the work for you. And that's not every client that I work with. Does that come up? I mean, many, many clients, they're deep in their purpose for whatever their purpose is, whether they're in nursing or they're lawyers or they're, I don't know, some other basic jobs I could list off, but basic, they're not basic, but I think that you get what I'm saying. They're not a sex coach. (laughs) I don't mean like basic, like blah, I mean like they're not a sex coach. I think that you get what I'm saying. So, um, I work with tons of people and I don't feel that spark in them. I feel like, oh, you're going to bring this maybe to your community, maybe to some of your family members. And that's going to be really special. And there's some people that I interact with them where I'm like, oh, you are documenting like each step that you take every day that you wake up, you are writing the story that you are going to tell that's going to transform the lives of people's sex and intimacy across the world into the future and in perpetuity. There she is. Yeah. (laughs) There she is. (laughs) Yeah. And I saw that spark in you and I saw that spark in Mm. you as well. Thank you for seeing that in me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to let you think, you know, where you're going and I'm going to just be with you. (laughs) I was going to say Alexa's mom that is like totally surrendered to, they're going to have to, they're going to go leave the nest. They're going to do some shit that they don't like. (laughs) I'm going to watch them fuck it all up and then come back and then grow and then still be here and be like, are you ready now? Are you ready to to take that Mm, next step? And I remember at dinner, you were saying, she just made this invitation of this is the program. I want you to do it. And you were like, I'm just a yes to you. Like, I don't even think Mm -hmm. you were a full yes yet to the coaching. It was just like, I'm a yes to whatever you're offering, which again is surrendered. Mm -hmm. Right. I'd love to hear Well, yeah. When she, when she did make that invitation, I remember, um, I hadn't worked in a group setting. I actually kind of avoided that. I'm like, I just want to work one-on-one. I want someone that will like focus on my issues and my stuff and Uh is going to help me move through my, I don't want to do any other group stuff. And she was like, no, you need to do this. (laughs) She's like, come into this program. And I was actually really apprehensive about it at first and jumped in and I was like, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. And I remember the first couple of calls where it was like a group thing. I'm like, okay, I'm doing this. And then after probably about the second or third one, I was like, oh, oh, I like this. (laughs) I like this like community aspect, this group aspect, this whole like I'm actually now being seen and being heard and being validated in this in this experience with other women. And that was a huge shifting point for me was being able to be seen. Um, And yeah, that just changed the trajectory of everything Uh, as we started moving into uh, reconnecting. For me, it was like reconnecting to myself, reconnecting to my body in that program, reconnecting. Yeah, it just shifted the whole trajectory of what I thought I was up until that point. And there was a moment where I realized like, okay, this is this is who I am. This is my purpose. And this is this is what I've been searching for all of my life, like literally inside of myself. This is what needed 
and has been waiting to come out. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. So good. So yeah. Evolve eventually evolved <laughs> into Sex yeah. and Love University. What a perfect name, though. Just right? like to like, yeah, even yeah now reflect back because that really that's what it felt like that it was literally Mm -hmm. like i felt like i evolved into a different version of myself yeah Yeah. so i'm i'm glad that you all got before y'all got to experience me and and i i love the programs and everything that we do now but they're all very branded you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like everything makes sense that people can find them easier and all that but like i was just I'm going to make a program and I'm going to help people. I'm going to give them the sex education that they don't have so they can help their clients and figure out their Dharma in a unique way that maybe they weren't going to give themselves permission to give themselves, you know, and I'm like going to sell them what they want give them what they need. And let's see how it goes. And y'all trusted me mm-hmm. and now evolve then shifted into sex and love university. And then we started seeing people who we started seeing people come into the program, but not in, not necessarily be ready for certain things on the back end. So we reconfigured the whole thing and it turned into sex coach prep school. We made it a more introductory kind of offer. Um, and it's not even, I don't even want to say introductory offer because it's a really big program and it's really comprehensive and extensive. Um, but I realized that the majority of the people who were coming to me, even if they had even a little bit of coaching experience or a decent amount of coaching experience, coaching in sex was the unique component and they needed to do their own personal work to a really deep degree before they could hold others, you know, with unbiased, without bias, there you go. And, and do it in a, in a really intentional and legitimate, helpful way. Mm-hmm. So we shifted that program then into sex coach prep school, which I, I can't remember if you were part of that too. I think I was part of the first the first cohort. cohort. Yeah. That. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You just, you just got a lot yeah. together. Yes. Yeah. You've had a lot of me time mm-hmm. <laughs> and then eventually Bryn time too. I love me some Alexa time. Yeah. <laughs> and some Bryn time. Well, I remember <laughs> at the, so I joined the program. This was the same one that started my journey. And I remember I was small and afraid. <laughs> like the best way I could use to describe it of like, I had just in a corner crying yeah. Starbucks saying, I'll give you money <laughs> in a van. I was living in an RV and I remember joining this program and like all of these powerful women. And I think it's a great reminder of like, you are who you surround yourself with. And I remember looking to you many times in that program thinking this woman knows how to speak her truth. There were so many times where even Lex would say something and you would challenge it. And that was such an expander for me because I'm like, you don't, you don't question authority. You know? Yeah. Well, you know what? And I was used to G up to that point. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You tell me how you're unique. What's different? What's different about your story? You know? But it was so healing for me because I'm like, holy shit. Okay. We, can. we understood each other. Yeah. 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 I mean, and then you'd also get to see you know, authority more or less challenge for whatever the reasons, for usually sure. resistance. Yes. And, yeah. and then me as a coach, we like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, all like, right. You would let her have her moment. Yeah. yeah. How about we look at it this way? <laughs> yeah. But then what it resulted in was, I think you and I, at the end, we, we hit the ground running and we launched programs mm-hmm. and yeah. yours is still to this day, one of our favorite success stories. Cause we yeah. just got to watch you every day launch with ease, man. Mm-hmm. Like you just did it. And I'd love for you to touch a little bit about what that experience was like, because we're all sitting going, go, G, go, go, G, go. Uh-huh. It was all the time we would open your stories and stuff. And I'd be like, look at her. Yeah. Look Literally. at her go. She does that. <laughs> yeah. So I'd love to hear about that piece. Cause that's really where it all came together. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing for me in that whole experience was just having the support from you guys with that and having the support um, from the community. Uh, but specifically, specifically the, the, the women in that first program that we what kind of went through together. Um, and just knowing that I had the tools and that I had, um, the, like the backup, like I didn't feel alone anymore. Like I didn't feel like I was doing anything by myself that really just helped me to show up mm-hmm. differently in the world. Um, and, have confidence in sharing my truth and my gifts and, you know, being of service. And it just really came from a different place. Like it came, it started to come from a different place of like, Oh, 
ease actually <laughs> like ease which is the whole point um and yeah it's been um it's been beautiful over the last couple of years to watch it expand and to watch it grow awaken your wild feminine mm-hmm. mm. oh yeah sign yeah. me up <laughs> that's that's the title of the program that you yeah. wound up launching and Bryn wound up launching Own Your Orgasm on our own before Own Your Orgasm is now one of the signature courses for Sex and Love Co. Mm-hmm. So wild. Yeah, it's and wild. What's cool is, um, you because you when you were just describing that, you were saying, you know, that you had the tools and the support, but you still were the one that did it. Like you mm-hmm. did the work. Because I think we see that quite frequently in our world of you can collect knowledge all damn day. Yeah. And Lex even alluded to this earlier of, when you first started working together, it was, she gave you lots of tools, lots of resources, but the work came when you integrated, when you went to the play party and said, okay, I'm going to learn this thing. Or when you launched the program and said, okay, I'm going to actually create this course. And so I'm just so impressed with your ability to, to do the damn thing Mm -hmm. because yeah, there are people that will collect information and go through programs and collect resources, but you must be willing to also be seen and to take that step. And you did that. Thank you. And it's also just coming from a place of now, I like purpose mm-hmm. and passion, mm. right? Which changes the game. And that's what I really feel connecting to yourself, connecting to your feminine, connecting to your wild feminine brings out. Yeah. Right. And that was your journey was mm-hmm. connecting to your wild feminine, yeah. being the dominatrix, being the tantrika, going yeah. to the play party, um, joining a women's program, not being sure what it was about. Like you were just willing to be in your wild surrendered self and it's been really in my chaos yes oh for sure (laughs) and then starting I mean I remember having conversations with you about you leading your first women's circle Mm -hmm. and your home you know what I mean like there's there's so many so many things that now when I when I coach and I mean it's really from some of the really stand out clients that I've had over the years that being a part of their journey and helping them with certain things did I realize Oh, everybody needs that. Yeah. And so, you know, learning from being your coach now has impacted so many people mm. in in our sphere mm. and our clients and, and people who work with us and even our programs that we continue to develop. They have components that we have learned that I have learned from you by being your coach, mm. which I don't know if I've ever, I, I don't think I've ever articulated it like that. Mm-hmm. No. There's you. And then I have another, another client that you won't be surprised when I say her name, mm-hmm. Amy, mm-hmm. Yes. that, that is a client of mine now, yeah. even still, I think she's been the client that I've had the longest and her journey too is all over the place. But I think of you two and I just go, wow, you have shown me so much of womanhood, of motherhood, of what it means to like be in life and then choose something different and, and be willing to like the messy of the complacency and the boredom. And like this must, there must be more to life than this. Yes, There must be more. Yes. I will not live another day admitting that this is it. Mm -hmm. And then you choosing, okay, well, that's not good enough on its own. And so I'm willing to completely be challenged by who I am over and over and over again on the path and on the journey to know, to, to witness what is greater. Mm -hmm. So thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So I would love for you to share and touch, and maybe this is, you know, one of the last points that we dig into is, you know, what does it look like for women, because I know you work specifically with women. Um, what does it look like for women to find their way to you and to work with you now? How they can find their way to me? Well, what does it look like? You know, it looked like something different many years ago. You know, they were trying to maybe lose some weight and gain some confidence and that kind of thing. But now I really think that you've integrated a lot of that into your work too. You know, Strong Body, Strong Mind, which I think is your book, Mm -hmm. right? It's called Strong. Strong. Yeah. Okay. Strong. I had a program called Strong Body, Strong Mind. There you go. Okay. (laughs) I knew. I mostly remember your story. (laughs) Yeah. I just really feel that... um, women have this innate power within them. Um, And most of the time it's just forgotten. It's been suppressed. It's been, you know, we've been told that we're too much to tone down, to keep it quiet, to not show up in your fullest expression, to not be who you are, to not show up authentically, just quiet it down, tone it down. And for me, my journey has really been about um, connecting to 
to that power within, mm. to that truth within, so that women and anyone really um, can show up in their authenticity and in their truth and in their being um, and live a life of ease and live a life of flow and live a life of abundance and joy, but at the same time in a grounded place, right? Where they're, where they're intentionally flowing between the two. And when you can do that and realize that that power is there, you can create whatever it is that you desire. And it comes from a beautiful place of deep knowing and deep purpose. Um, and that's how we, I feel, change the world when we show up as who we are. Mm-hmm. And we attract people to mm-hmm. us that can hold us in all of what we are and who in the reflection, I think, have permission to show up as all of who they are. Mm-hmm. I think that made sense. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that made sense. When I was thinking back to the beginning of your story, it makes me a little emotional even to think about it of your journey that we were talking about started with having breast cancer. And when I think of the breast and the connection to the heart, everything you did after that journey was in following your heart mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and how special that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just really proud to be your friend. Thank you. You're so welcome. <laughs> We're all going to do really great work together. Yes. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. 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 I love you all. I love you too. And I am, I sat here for, for a moment as y'all were having your exchange and it feels really, really good to have been your coach, you know, and, and it's kind of funny to just like say it out loud and consider it because I'm your friend. Mm-hmm. And I want for all of our clients to feel that way, you know, that come through Sex and Love Co. and that interact with us. Like, I want them to feel like, hey, we're in it with you and and we're coaches, too. But our work is never done. And um, I'm so inspired by you. You know, I consider the word proud. And I think more than pride that I feel is inspired. Mm. I'm very inspired by the both of you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. More, please. Yeah, more, please. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So, beautiful story. I'm so glad we got to share it and showcase it to all of our listeners because I know that there's going to be some people that listen to the show and parts of your story, the mom part and the leaving the marriage and finding yourself and all that, they'll find themselves in that and that will feel really validating and really good. And you might have planted some seeds for some people about surrender and about various perspectives and ways to look at it, because maybe they're actually, there's opportunity for them to surrender and to receive, but because they've been told that in order to be feminine, it needs to look a certain way because it's another thing too. Um, And, and power and all of that. There's like so many seeds that you could have planted for a variety of people who are listening but I know that right towards the end of our conversation, I'm hoping that in those that are, it's really meant for a seed has been planted. You, if you resonate with this message, if you resonate with doing work in the world, like Bryn does work in the world, like I do work in the world, like G Gordana here does work in the world, then let the seed be planted and let it take root your passion, your purpose, your dharma, it deserves your attention. It deserves your affection. It deserves the world needs your work. As we continue to grow at Sex and Love Co., we see there's no shortage of people. It's becoming, in a sense, trendy to have a sex coach, which I find entertaining (laughs) and I really enjoy it. But it's also becoming more and more acceptable. And we see a lot of times we have more people interested in working with us than we have capacity to take on, which is why Sex and Love Co. was even created in the first place, our collective of coaches that you can work with. And it's why I continue to sit in the visioning seat. How do I make this bigger? Because more and more and more, year after year, more people are finding their way to us. People are seeking this information. They are seeking the knowledge. And there are people on the planet, you might be listening right now, where you know you are one of the people who have been sent here to help those. And through helping in sexuality, helping in relationship, helping in divine union, masculine, feminine, 
embodiment, intimacy, sexuality, you're effectively helping to heal the planet. It's really, really big and it's really important. The work that we, everybody sitting at this table right now, the work that we do, and for those of you that are listening where this seed is being planted in your soul right now, this is much bigger than helping someone have an orgasm. It's much bigger than helping a couple you know, increase the frequency in their sex. It's much, much, much bigger than some of the surface level stuff or which vibrator to choose or what lube is the best lube to use with what toy or how do I introduce anal into my life? It's much bigger than that. Sure, those things are exciting and true and pleasurable and their need to knows as well. But what's underneath all of that is healing the root, is healing the sacral points in our body and then consider healing those parts of the planet. It's big. And so for those of you who are feeling this, this message or feeling the end and this seed has planted and you can feel it starting to take root, here's an invitation for you. And I'm going to remember this one, this invitation, because it's the same one that I gave to both of you is to step into this work. You don't have to know all the answers. Step into the work. Our hands are outstretched. We'll be so enthusiastic to help lead you on the journey. We don't know every step on your individual journey, but we can tell you and maybe you should hang a right. Or watch out, there's a stick. So we've got you. What you are looking for, what you are seeking is also seeking you. And so if you feel this, then here's an invitation to reach out to us. Sex Coach Prep School is enrolling now. We only run it a couple of times a year. And it is bigger than we've ever created it before. It's over 20 weeks. You're fully held. You're fully supported. Sex education, fundamentals of coaching, and how to create a business. Because I really do believe that it's important for the sex, love, and intimacy coaches of the world to be wealthy. I believe that. Because with more money, more resources means we get to affect more change in the world. And let's do that all together. I'm done. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hosky. <laughs> Great. I'm done with that piece. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I took y'all on a little journey I was going to say, I'm, I'm enraptured. I was holding my hand so tight. My nails are in my hand. Did you black out? I don't know. Yeah. A little bit like, yeah. you know, you know how I get sometimes, uh, but uh, yeah, but I wanted, said. I wanted it to land right. It's big. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I want y'all to leave this table and, and take that into this day. And into this week and the rest of your fucking lives that the work that you do matters mm -hmm. and the world needs you to do it. I believe it. And so I'm grateful that I get to do it alongside you too. Yeah. So each of you, what is something that you really want to leave our listeners with? You know, after this conversation, I shared my piece. I won't go down that journey again and tell them anymore. They get it. I think I've said different iterations of this throughout the podcast today, um, but y'all know I'm big on heart energy and what it feels like to be in your heart. And it's a, it's a subtle whisper, like start listening to the subtle whispers, the ones that are forever consistent. Your heart doesn't waver. Like if you think it's wavering, that's not your heart because your heart shows up consistently and it tells you the thing especially when it doesn't make sense. And I think that's what led me to Lex and what led G to Lex. It was the, I don't even get why this is happening or how, but every part of me, I felt an internal pulling towards it. So if you feel your heart whispering, if you feel the pull towards it, don't ask questions, just say yes. Hmm. I'm feeling that very strongly too. Um, my whole life has been about Trusting my gut, trusting my intuition, and following the little breadcrumb trail of the, the little yeses, the whispers. Mm -hmm. um, and it's never, ever, ever taken me down the wrong path. So follow the whispers. They'll lead you to Austin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your soul knows. Yes, it does. Your soul knows. For sure. And little side note that if the seed that I was just talking about planting for some of you, if that's on point for you, fuck yeah. For some of you that, like I said, you might have resonated with other parts of G's story. Um, I'll just also mention, reach out to G individually. 
or awaken your wild feminine. Maybe this isn't the work that you are going to do in the world to make a business out of it and all of that, but you still feel really motivated to move forward in your own growth and development. There's an invitation to reach out to G for Awaken Your Wild Feminine. And of course, Bryn here with Own Your Orgasm. They run at different times. And so really the point is give yourself permission to do whatever is your next step, the work that's in your next step. Yes. I'd love to leave with a quote that my guide, Jesse, my psychic that I see said to me once. And he, at the very end of our call, the last thing he said to me was, your feet already know the path, just walk. Hmm. So good. Can you mm-hmm. say it in Jesse's accent? <laughs> <laughs> Your feet already know the path. Just walk. <laughs> exactly. Where's he from? Uh, Knoxville, Tennessee. There you go. Her psychic. Yes. <laughs> He's the fucking best. Uh, Actually, let's delete this whole part. I want no one to know about Jesse. He's just for me. I'm just kidding. Oh. He's just, he's incredible. And yes, you can reach out to him. And I'll share his call yeah. for himself. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, what you're saying is you want to be able to book sessions when you want to book sessions. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to blow this man up. Yes. Yeah. All right, loves. Thank you again for sharing this space with me. And to listeners, thank you for being here here and choosing you and following our journeys. Love you. Love Love you. you. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you loved it, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a new episode. And if you extra, extra loved it, make sure to leave a five-star review. I'll see y'all next week.